Welcome to the Foul Original Podcast, where we take a foul look at professional wrestling. This is episode number five of the Hat Tape Roundtable, the Creator Wrestler Community Special, recorded on the 9th of February 2019, featuring Dino Winwood, Vicious Prism, Pat Kimbley, The Ginger Pimper Now, and Rabid. And special thanks to Lemony Liam, who couldn't join but helped to organise this whole meeting. Big thanks for their input and make sure you check them all out. The show begins after some important messages from some friends of the Foul Original Show. Hey, hey you there. Who, me? Yes, you. What? Are you a wrestling fan? Yeah. And do you like podcasts? They're all right. Then look no further. I have got the perfect podcast for you. Well, what is it? It's called Why We Watch. It's a podcast by fans, for fans, about fans. Where can I find it? You can find this podcast on the Visionaries Wrestling Network. And it's available everywhere that you can find a podcast, including Spotify, Stitcher, and even Google Play. What's happening, wrestling fans? I am Conrad Cushman, the host of Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. And you guys can listen to my podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Now, let's get back to the Foul Original Podcast. Original here. I'm going to be fixing up some of the images uh, coming along here, but I've kind of been um, doing like it's very sparse because I've been very drunk last night. But uh, I do have people that will be in the bottom here, and I can hear them in the background in the chat here. But welcome to another Fall Original. Today's round table, hot take round table, is about creator wrestlers in the community that they have part of. I can hear them eager to get back in. So I'm going to give them an intro in a second and I'm going to bring my mic back so you can hear them. But um, I've got five awesome people, awesome people that I've been having a lot of fun with today, which is why I haven't got a lot of stuff done. Danny and Mike. Hello, <laughs> Danny and Mike. How you doing? They're making me laugh too much. This is going to be in a re- really, really fun roundtable. So I'm just going to bring them straight in. Bring them straight in. So I'm going to give them my mic now and um, let them all jump in. I'll be fixing the chat as we go. And uh, where the hell, where the hell is my stuff? There we are. There's the chat. That's that thing, I think. And I think this works now. I can, I can still hear, I can still hear you. I can still hear you out there. So uh, let's bring them in. Let's bring them in. So, so I'm going to bring you guys in in a second. I'm going to give you a three, two, one, and, uh, and then I'm going to start intros. So we're going from three, two, one, and you guys are in. I'm a scat man. You can't see it, but I'm actually hating my life right now. <laughs> And uh, thank you very much for hating your life with us. So um, I'm going to intro everyone individually. So starting from, I'm going to start from Dino. 
Um, and okay. looking, I'm going to put the images in here. So, uh, Dino, introduce yourself. Who are you? Where are you from? What do we know you from, maybe? Oh, well, I don't know if you know me from anything, but I'm Dino Winwood. Uh, I'm from California. <laughs> I am a part of this little group called New Legacy, Inc. I was also a former commissioner at Pro Wrestling Gorilla, this tiny little ocean that nobody's ever heard of California. And I'm also on Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. That's on the television. So, plus, if you're following me, you know me from WFWF. <laughs> thank you very much. I'm just doing some stuff in the background, getting the chat working. Um, so, thank you very much for joining us today, Dino. Thank you very much. You have been hilarious so far. All of you have been hilarious so far. I love this. Um, so, next up, um, and I've told uh, everyone that I've written their names down so I understand where they are because they have like five different versions of names that I have right now. So, next up according to this. Oh, look, there's the chat. Next up, can we speak to <coughs> Adam, the Ginger Pimpernel, please? That would be me. Hello. Uh, my name's Adam. I am from Scotland. Uh, I don't know if people know me from anything. I run a little thing called Super Pro Wrestle, which is like a like, just me and some friends having a laugh over wrestling games with wrestlers based on ourselves, really. Uh, I also run a Twitter account called Wrestling Without Context, which, for the most part, is... It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, that that, that is amazing. Images of wrestling that, like, more often than not, without explanation, plus the occasional meme and joke as well. Um, I absolutely... When I found out that this was the same guy that did wrestling with no context. I mean, I've been I've been very very fortunate at the guests that I've got today are people that I've actually I know of because I'm like oh my god they're making amazing stuff yeah I'm just blowing as much smoke as I can right now for later on. So also next up I'd like to um, introduce Vicious Prime and that's Matt. So uh, would you like to introduce yourself? And let us know what you're about. Well, congratulations! You've already botched a name. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. What? Ah, oh, damn it. And the prison. Sorry. Go vicious home. prison. I am home. I am home. Vicious prism. Vicious prism. Um, Matt, can you introduce yourself, please? Hi, I'm Matt. I'm 29, and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Matt. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I I, I uh, am the creator of the Create Wrestler Busted Denton, and if you've heard of me, you may know me from 2K pre-release content for WWE 2K series. Um, thank you very much for joining us, Vicious Prism. And uh, next up, um, one of the people that really helped to bring a lot of this roundtable together, and I'm very, very fortunate for them to have been on this show um, and to be able to get here. They were going to be joined by Liam, and we're going to be popping some links in the description soon. But for now, Rabid, thank you very much for joining us. Do you want to give us a little intro? Uh, I think the main thing people probably know me from is uh, Start to Night. So I don't really think people... A lot of people know me from anything else, but I have been in WWF, WFWF. Uh, uh, my, my friends fed uh, Innocent Revolution AIR, and there's a whole, a whole bunch of fits I'm in that is just, uh, it's just a headache to get through. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome, awesome. Now, last but not least, um, we have. Uh, I'll put my notes. 
Pac-Man. Park. Or is it Parkman? Uh, Parkman, can you introduce yourself here, please, today? Uh, my name is my name is Pac. I run a, run a show on Twitch called TCW, my own fed. I also have uh, a CAW named Sam King, which you may have heard from in a New Legacy Egg video from The Road to Glory 2K18. That's pretty much... And I'm also on the Unite show under uh, the 11th Division tag team, and my character is Zam. That's awesome. Awesome. That's for me. Thank you very much, everyone, for popping those intros in. Your faces are about to be down here as well. That's what I've been shenaniganing while you've been doing that intro. So um, this is uh, one of the first... This is one of the first roundtables where we haven't done this directly after an event um, and we haven't done this um, for any other reason than these folks really wanted to talk about wrestling and just generally what their community is. I mean, the, the creator wrestling community is massive and it's it, it, it's intrinsically connected to the rest of the wrestling community. It's just a very, very like under the surface part of it. And I really wanted to give people a chance to kind of just let us know what they're all about. So... I've kind of got like a few bits of a framework of questioning, but this round table can go however we want it to. That was just to give us an idea. So if I go back to my notes and we'll kind of just go through those questions just to kind of get us rocking. So if I find my questions, first up, um, it's uh, when, uh, and this, this question's to anyone, anyone can jump out straight away, but when you started creating creator wrestlers or other content, um, like what did you start with? Roughly how long ago was it? Um, and what games and stuff you guys have all got it in the notes but um yeah i i'd like to i'd like to start with dino mainly because dino has a very um very unique insight into this being a professional grap well part of the professional graps himself so um i'd like to start with you dino because i feel like you may have been doing this the longest time if anyone wants to stop me and give me anything more than that please let me know but i'll start with you dino oh great um yeah well i mean I started, oh boy, I started around the time of uh, like PlayStation of the uh, first SmackDown games. I started making those and I giggled around with it mostly through the Nintendo 64 um, cartridges as well. I would make my friends, we used to have a backyard wrestling promotion and I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to make our characters on this game. And eventually like, we would have to remember that, yes, we do actual wrestling out in the front yard because we didn't have a backyard. But, um, <laughs> yeah, just making those those types of characters. And I'm like, man, look at all these details and the, the gear and the moves. The moves was always the fun part for me. But um, as I progressed and I got training and was being more and part of the actual wrestling scene, I started making my friends among the wrestling world. And... Um, it's just it, to me it's therapeutic and uh it's just evolved into this complete mess that is WFWF so i've um damn i've been doing creative wrestling since i was oh christ i think i was like 13 13 or 14 instead of getting a girlfriend so <laughs> no no you made the right choice you made the right choice oh definitely uh, definitely this is yet to break me I mean, if you had a girlfriend, you wouldn't you wouldn't be like you know be featured on an amazing show like this like all the time, you know? Like, exactly. Uh, I, I, I would have created a different type of uh, mess. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and it's a little bit harder to clean up. 
night. Oh, but, definitely. Uh, <laughs> I, I was saying this with Dino, very something very similar. I um, And I wanted to mention this. I started doing create, kind of creator wrestlers and stuff with Game Shark codes on the PlayStation 1 for SmackDown 2. And I don't know any of you that may know this from the old forums, but you used to be able to get Game Shark codes that you put into a into a game and it would change the game. So for SmackDown 2, there was a massive sheet of Game Shark codes that you could put through and it changed it into a game called SmackDown 2.5. SmackDown 2.5 had... Because there was a bur- there was a casket match in SmackDown Two, you could have a buried alive match where a brand new arena was created, and it was up the top of the entranceway, and it was like mind blowing. I'd create people with the Game Shark code, so I didn't have the skill to create the wrestlers. Um, but it's it's amazing how far it's come to now being able to download creator wrestlers of anyone that you wanted uh, in like the. Oh, yeah. Split of an eye, split of an eye. Um, I'm going to take us next to Vicious Prism because Vicious Prism is a wrestling contact creator, um, wrestling creator, wrestler creator, like a lot of the people in here who might not necessarily make wrestlers, but they do stuff for that community. Um, Give us your story. Where did you kind of start? I started off back in 98, I want to say. Back when WWF Warzone was a thing. Oof. Remember that, kids? Ooh. They had to input nuclear launch codes to do a simple punch. God. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, I was. Uh, it's actually what introduced me to mainstream wrestling. Um, and talking about the Game Shark codes, you think that's bad? Back when I was like 11, 12, I used to go to a local library, go to a website called cause.ws, C-A-W-S.ws, and they'd have long lists of formulas. But because I was very tight with my money, I used to have to spend hours writing down formulas, take them home, and put them into like SmackDown games to create people like Brian Adams, Brian Clark, updated Kane, Brock Lesnar, and stuff like that. and um, yeah, that's basically where I got my start. See, that's very similar to what, and as we were saying, like, this is the reason why I've got this particular group of people is because we have kind of representation from another, like, from my generation, and we also have representation from the younger generation. So to know that we, and I used to do the same thing, I used to get them printed at school. I would print those creator wrestler formulas at school, and then I'd go home and it would be like, yeah, eyebrow number 15. And like eyelid yes. number five, and you'd go through the whole <laughs> yes. thing. Yeah, you'd sit there with the goddamn paper, and you'd spend two hours to make. Like the first creator wrestler I remember actually making from one of those formulas was Rob Van Dam, and it was good choice. Probably, yeah, and it would probably smack down too. And I'm sure that his move set was in there, and the the thumbs were in there as well. But you had to like just delve through everything that was available. Um, so. On that, I want to take us to uh, Adam. There we go. Damn it, I got it right now. Adam, oh. uh, I would like to ask you your kind of journey as well. When you started creating um, Create Wrestlers and what what happened with you? Uh, well, much like Matt there, uh, my first experience was with Warzone. Uh, I believe that was the first ever WWF game, at least, where you could actually create your own wrestlers. And obviously, it was very limited compared to what we have now. Uh, I think that you couldn't even create custom movesets. It was just like you could pick the ones from the game and they had like a couple of extra ones. 
where they had like preset finishers and what have you. Because like the first, I mean, the first wrestling game I ever played was, and I'm really showing my age here, uh, was WWF WrestleMania for the Commodore 64. You had a Commodore 64, dude. I had a Commodore 64. Keep Um, talking. You old. I'm not that old. I found it. (laughs) I found it in a skip somewhere. I didn't get them on cassettes. Actually, very, very quick aside, I had a copy of Thomas the Tank Engine on Commodore 64 on cassette. And when I was a child, for some reason, I decided that it would run faster if I put juice in the tape deck. Didn't go faster. Oh, God. This game, it was like you could only go three guys, you couldn't even go the heels. Uh, you could only go like Hogan, Warrior, or the British Bulldog, uh, which was insulting because they had a wrestling game that had the Mountie in it, and you couldn't go on. Uh, so that's an aside. Uh, yeah, so Warzone, and then things progressed. I was a PlayStation guy, so it was the SmackDown games from then on. I had a little experience with the N64 ones because my sister had an N64. Uh, when, like, and anyone will tell you that's played both the N64 games were far, far superior to the, the what do you call them, the PlayStation ones. Especially uh, at that time, before it, SmackDown. Before SmackDown happened, those games oh, were superior. I, I, I mean, even now, people still enjoy playing them. They've stood the test of time that way. Uh so yeah, it just kind of progressed from there. Uh, I wasn't even like you know making myself at first. It was just making up random guys. Uh, it's only really been in the last couple of years I've started doing stuff like that. Uh, whereas before it was kind of a mix of making you know random made up people and real wrestlers. Like until recently, I was actually making a lot of wrestlers from my local scene, like the Scottish wrestling scene. Uh, ICW guys, many of whom are now in or around WWE guys, like, you know, the Coffee Brothers, Viper, uh, Nicky Cross. I mean, WWE 13, the very first guy I made was Noam Dar. Nice. Uh, uh, But I've kind of moved away from that. I still make the occasional real person, but most of it is, like, either ones based on friends or just random made-up stuff now. Uh, okay. Which is just the way I like it, because you get to be a bit more imaginative and creative about it. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it to the, and I would make this assumption, and I hope that I'm correct. Um, the two individuals in this roundtable who are a little bit younger than us, yeah, don't hold that against them. It's youth; we can't do anything about it. Like we can't go back in time yet. But I want to speak to these two about their kind of experience and how they started what was the first game they started because obviously we're talking about stuff that was there when we were kids like those were our first real introduction to wrestling creator wrestlers and all that kind of stuff but for them their reference point is going to start a lot early uh, sorry a lot later so rabbit i'm going to start with yourself um when did you what's your story how did you kind of get into this uh how i got into it is uh video game wise my first game i think was like uh, uh, WrestleMania 19, the video game, which uh, <laughs> it, it's weird to see like how like the creation stuff isn't how it was in that game. Because in that game, you could put like fire and stuff on your character, and it was just, like would be in the fucking game. And, but in terms of like 
how I got into CAW. I think I was I was making lunches for people in the start, and I end up making uh, a friend of mine uh, some lunches, and my friend Brad ended up making my character because I kept making lunches for people, and uh, I started in. W2K16, I think it was. If I'd have been 17, I'm not really sure, but one of those. And I'm still like shocked how far I've gotten with this because, like, I was expecting to go far as I have, to be honest. And... Oh, sorry. Sorry. No, go. Come on. No, I think I was just going to stop there because I don't know what else to say. That's okay. Can Don't I actually worry. add something on to what Rabbit was saying about, like, the evolution of the creator wrestler genre? Of course, of course, like, of course, um, like wrestling games have, n- or actually gaming in general has never had this much customizable content that you can implement into the two K games nowadays. I think the closest uh, example I can think of is EA with the game face stuff. But with 2K, you can import logos and stuff, like make your own t-shirts, make your own wrestling gear, like properly done, instead of spending hours trying to align block A with block B and hope hope to hell that it'll be, you know, somewhat possible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I wanted, I wanted to actually add to that as well. Like, um, when I first used to... One of the games that I really kind of started really spending extra time on was games on the xbox so like i got raw wwf raw for the xbox and i loved the fact that you could have your own soundtrack in there and then once we got to the 360 we got to the point where i remember creating a whole bunch of tna wrestlers so this would have been like what 2007 ish and i created like aj i created the motorcycle machine guns because i loved them when i say created i mean i downloaded them from the creator wrestler store and then you could put your own soundtracks in the background and the amount of time i'd spend creating uh, videos from highlights packages the uh, you're right the customization now and it's a it's something that we're going to actually touch upon later on is that you can quite easily make anything anything that you want and it, it's kind of like when you're talking about the EA face thing, um, there was an actual feature in New, um, No Mercy on the N64. They just didn't get it working was to use the Game Boy camera to actually put your face on a wrestler. Um, and I'm sure I remember oh, reading that. Oh, right. And it's actually locked in the code because there's Game Boy interoperability with the N64. And it's something that was they were kind of trying to do with other games at some point. And that would have been amazing. But I mean, having that stretched over a whole weird polygon face instead of now being able to minutely move like an eyebrow from side to side, up half an inch, down half an inch and stuff. It it goes to show how much people wanted it and how much the wrestling kind of games, games companies actually really like the community and like them to add that extra functionality that they don't necessarily know how to do. Um. And it's a testament to you guys. Um, But while we get this first question out, and then we'll kind of come back to a bit round, um, I want to take this to Park. Um, Give me your little um, intro and introduction into uh, Create Wrestler Community. Well, but for the first game I I remember playing for, uh, as far as wrestling is concerned, is SmackDown Two, and like I remember seeing like all these uh, playing through the season mode and seen all these unknown characters like 
throw, throwing together like a whole bunch of different move sets and different kind of tattoos and different things it made me very interested in making my own guy. And involved, then I got like more and more wrestling games. Like I played a lot of No Mercy, 364. But the the most uh, early in my childhood, as far as like CW is concerned, was Day Reckoning Two. Playing that through that season mode. Ooh, Day of Reckoning Two on the GameCube. Yeah, on the GameCube. That that game was was really fun to play too. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that, like that that's that's actually quite surprising. Um it was a really good game though, wasn't it? Um I liked yeah. the fact that there was a good it was a shame that with that the GameCube didn't get a SmackDown versus Raw or something along those lines, but Day of Reckoning was actually a pretty good game. Yeah. I'd argue for the time it was better than SmackDown versus Raw. Or at least from a simulation point of view anyway. Yeah, actually, any anybody else in the chat? So I I didn't really put this in the list, but I think that it's probably a nice line of thing to go around the table. What is for for just playability for and not necessarily for create a wrestler side, but what is your favorite wrestling game? I know oh, it's a bit of a that's a that's a that's a big question. I know. I'd, I'd say a nostalgia. It would have to be SmackDown vs. Raw two thousand seven. Mm. Uh, yeah, is that the featuring ECW? Uh, that was two thousand eight. Yeah, that was, yeah. Uh, for me, for me, it seems like a kind of a cop out answer. I'd like what we have now. It may not be the most polished game, but like uh, a few of us were playing two uh, K nineteen last night, and some of the glitches that happen in the game. Oh my god, they're amazing! Oh yeah. <laughs> no, okay. I've not to add that to my list. <laughs> I mean, like the glitches is something that I did want to talk about later on because it's going to be like, you know, we have a segment on the show called Moments of Flair, and I mean, you could probably just, and it's it's a tongue in cheek segment where we talk about stuff which you know would make Ric Flair cry. So, I mean, there's a lot of glitches that you see within SmackDown games, especially now and even then, now then forever. There will be like ridiculous glitches that. They would be just themselves. I mean, I think I used there's that that the infamous like referee gif, you know, of that referee that's right. got like total three sixty degree <laughs> movement on his arm, but in a weird way, <laughs> kind of like Xavier Renegade Angel, but in real life. And if anyone gets that, hey, uh, oh, hey nice. Pack, did you actually live stream that glitch we did last night? I did. I did. Oh, I did the, the, the one when the the ring completely turned everyone into a human centipede. Yeah, we, we need to, we, link, we need to link that shit. Uh, link it. We'll pop it. We'll pop it in. Like, I um, I specifically yeah remember um pl- like I've been watching like this is kind of the reason why I got into this. I've been watching videos on YouTube. I watch a lot of stuff on YouTube, and there's videos now which is like what happens when you cash in money in the bank after the rings collapse. I remember thinking. But that doesn't make any. Oh, actually, because it's glitchtastic, isn't it? <laughs> like something ridiculous is going to happen, and the the amount of time that's spent in looking for glitches is almost the same amount of time spent like looking for Sasquatch in GTA Five. Um, yeah, I admire it. <laughs> I admire it. Uh, now I'm gonna. Uh, so I think we've kind of gone burn two and three here. Um, and now this is this is a question that I wanted to ask you guys because again you have a very interesting insight into this. Um, I wanted to know. Why did you get into this? Like, why do you do this? Like, what do you get from this? And I'll start with... Well, I'll start I, with Park. I, I'll start with... I'm oh, sorry. Sorry. 
Uh, honestly, it, it's just a lot of fun for me. Like, I, I, I've found like a, a lot of fun in just having a character to just play as, and just like, I, I, I feel like uh, being in CW wrestling has just sort of got me to come out of my shell a little bit. Just like, uh, I, I've always been like feeling like I'm a little isolated, so it's it's nice being a part of this community, to be honest. Okay, no that 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 is a that is a very common answer, and I love I love the fact that it's something that brings us all together. Um, so that was rabid, wasn't it? So yes. is that rabid? Yeah. So I'm going yep. to take this to Park next. So do you want to give us your insight into why you do this? Why do you do this? Because it's really really fun to see someone that you created in, into like these other other feds other people use. It's kind of like a it's like a way that you you can see yourself as a as a wrestler. If if you if you can't can't like you know without the actual training and all that, but you can like just just the imagination of like your character being there is really really cool to see. Yeah, like, I, again, again, that's 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 an amazing answer because it again shows to it's something that I felt when I was younger. Like I was like, I I sitting here in my chubbiness, I ain't gonna be a wrestler, I ain't gonna be a wrestler. But my creator wrestler can be, and I created a wrestler in SmackDown too. That was a a super heavyweight, but he had light heavyweight maneuvers because you know what? That's how I roll. And uh, yep. <laughs> you know, I, one of the things I hated in the evolution of SmackDown games was not. Have, not being able to be Rey Mysterio and pick the big show up. I hated it. I hated it so much <laughs> because I used to do that all the time. Now, uh, ne- next up, um, I'd like to, I'd like to go to Dino actually. Um, why do you do this? Like, wh- what do you get from this? Uh, immense orgasmic pleasure. No, um... <laughs> <laughs> you're not the only one. You're not uh, the only one. That, that for all of us too. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just really open to admit it. No, um, no, I mean, I I love doing it so much. It's because, like, it, as a kid, I wanted to be a part of wrestling, I, not just, like, in the ring. I wanted to create this whole world. And, you know, before we had the creation options in video games, you know, you had your action figures and stuff like that, and you just come up with these different types of storylines and costumes and whatnot. And, like, I used to have randy savage team up with like spider-man which later which just was complete full circle when the spider-man movie came out but um oh i guess it's realized that what do you call it um i mean i i do it because i love creating just this whole entire world around it and like being back in pwg you can barely get your ideas in somebody in my position uh because he had the the main heads up on that one so being in the video game world and being able to add like even to the minimal point of whether you had virtual pro 64 which is my favorite wrestling game of all time um or uh wcw nwo revenge where you can put nwo shirts on anybody you want even though it would change their bodies pretty weirdly but um yeah, it, to me that was fun. Like the the ideas, the booking, now the championships, the arenas you can build. It's completely evolved to the point where I'm just like, shit, dude. I want to continue doing this because I have so many ideas in my head. There's the wrestlers here from the independents that I've either worked with in the past or have grown have watched 
evolve into these main roster characters, whether they people make amazing creations of them and put them on the community creations or if they're actually in and so my love of wrestling continues to fuel that and the fact that people actually watch this crazy shit that I come up with and a lot of stupid gimmicks that I come up with for these established people um that is the reason why that I do it is because it's entertaining for people and I love entertaining everyone um Yeah. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> That's my name. Don't wear it out. <laughs> um. So the the whole appeal for crit wrestler um and the community Foul for is me is stream. Sorry, folks. <clears throat> Oops. The the whole appeal for Crate Wrestler content and um, everything that goes along with it, the community and stuff, is just for me to kind of quasi-live out the dream that I had when I was a little kid. Being in there with Stone Cold, The Rock, and I mean, like, there was, <clears throat> despite my, my, my height, I, I, I'm tall enough that Vince will be like, yeah, sign him. Sign him, goddammit. But I'm, <laughs> I'm built like Spike Dudley. Uh, there was I've no chance to actually, uh, to, to actually step into the ring. I mean, I did try once, and it did not go well. It's, it's, just, a, uh, it's just a whole fantasy kind of thing. It and, is. Uh, it just really helps that the community that I found myself in is really supportive and we can have a lot of fun together in these video games. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, it levels the playing field, like, because you're not going in there with... It literally levels the playing field, as in, it doesn't matter how much you train physically. If you're playing... If you play a wrestler on the WWE 2K games, you're playing AJ. You're not playing the AJ who's trained in the gym every day. You're playing the AJ who trained on WWE 2K games, and that's a different person. And if you yep. beat him, you're beating him. You're not beating the wrestler. They, it doesn't mean there's any laziness on your part. It just means that you went a different way. And, you know, like, and that's amazing. Like, I've, I, myself, I always wanted to be a pro wrestler, but it's a bit like there is that, well, if I do this, then I'm literally putting my body on the line. And, you know, what if I can't do it? But if I did it as a pro wrestler, my professional wrestler, creator wrestler, he did amazing things. He beat The Rock and Stone Cold in the same night several times. I made him do that. Yeah, better than Jericho. Pretty much. Who is it at this point? Yeah, um, I'd like to take this to um, to Adam now. Um, oh, I think noises just happening. Oh, in the room quite now. a transition. 
Yes, yes. Uh, I'd like to tell you... You're interrupting this broadcast. Exactly. Well, yes, and I like... The I'd following like to... announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Oh, God. <laughs> the New World Order. <laughs> um, New yeah. World Order. Um, Adam, I'd like to... I'd like to take this... Um, <laughs> I'd like to take this to you. I'm going to find where I was. Um, I messed up the sound there, as you might have noticed, so here we go. <laughs> Uh, I messed up the sound. I didn't say anything. I said some very, I guess, insulting you go? things. I can't find you. <laughs> um, I'd like to. I'd like to ask you. I'd like to ask you, Adam. Why do you do this? Why? Why do you do this? What do you get from this? Uh, everyone else has kind of touched on it in some manner or other, at least. But there's a good sense of community. I think uh, there's. Uh, I mean, I'll obviously touch more on this uh, with the other questions, but the way that I run the Super Pro Wrestle stuff, uh, it's literally just me having a laugh with my friends about something that we love, which is wrestling and video games. Uh, we, sorry, I'm saying uh, a lot. I, I, I literally in the in the pre-chat beforehand. That's all it was. This was just a, literally the pre-chat. I would have loved to have put that out, but you know, it, it got quite litigious quite fast. But like, I loved it, and I think that it's great to have an excuse to have a chat with other wrestling fans. It's a good excuse. I mean, goodness. As far as like streaming it all and everything like that, I mean, goodness knows. Like, I'm under no illusions that, like, I'm going to be a big, huge streamer with, you know, millions of viewers or what, anything like that, but I'm okay with that. Like, I, as long as I'm doing that, having a laugh with my friends uh, and just coming up with, like, dumb characters, dumb storylines, uh, s- stupid stuff like that, I'm happy to do it. Like, I'll, I'll just have a really good laugh doing it. That's all that really matters to me about it. Awesome. Awesome. Um... I'm going to move us to the next question. Um, and just to let you guys know, and I love this, we've gone for about 45 minutes and I don't think that we've, I think that we could go for about four more hours very easily. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to take us to the next question and I'm going to start this um, with a uh, rabbit. Um, I, what I wanted to know was like, what's the kind of reaction that for, and it doesn't matter the, the success level or anything, but the reaction from your friends, family, um, that, you know, in the real world. Um, and has this brought you into contact with any of your idols? And I mean, wrestlers or fellow content creators, um, what is this, that, like, what has being part of this community done for you and the reaction from the outside? Sorry. Well, to, to be honest, if I don't even care that much, like my, my dad, just like, uh, yeah, that, that that's, that's a thing, that's cool. And, and my brother is like, actually like, semi into it like you know somebody he's wrestling fan so you know it's sort of a big deal for me uh but in terms of like uh meeting my idols well uh <sighs> this is gonna sound like so like it sounds like kiss ass thing but like no. dina winwood and uh a bunch of the nl guys were like a huge inspiration for me like like basically my sense of humor in this whole thing mm. uh it, it's just been a fun ride and like th- there's a bunch of people i've met from new legacy inc and a bunch of other things that i'm just really happy to, to know basically 
No, that that's and that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what. And I say it all the time. And I, it's not really. And I kind of I have started to, especially this year, live by that hashtag. With the hashtag wrestling is for everyone. It's goddamn true. Like it's the truth. Absolutely. And it binds so many of us together because people call out bullshit. People call out anything which is negativity. And we're going to get to that um, in very in due time. But I I love the fact that. You like rabid yourself, yeah. You brought together this chat. You brought this together, um, and I was I was quite happy for you to like um, suggest people and suggest things that you know we could talk about because I respected the fact that you're part of that community, yeah. Um, and it's 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 kind of brought a weird kind of sense of to me of how much I was missing out on, like. And I, I love the fact that, like, the reaction, for example, for me, from, like, friends and family stuff, is, like, I'm talking about wrestling on the internet. That's really good. Have a great time. You still believe that stuff? I don't care because I'm having fun. And that's something that Adam just said, like, having fun with this is part of the whole reason we do it. Um, I'd like to take this question to um, to Park next. Um, what kind of reaction have you had from friends, family, and... Uh, has it allowed you to meet any of your idols or people that you really respected? Ah, it's tough. It's kind of like uh, what Rapid said. It's like my my immediate family like re- thinks it's kind of kind of cool. Again, like around and about people using using characters that I created. It kind of gives my cre- creative I- ideas going. Mm-hmm. As far as idols, I never really. It's kind of like uh, your legacy. Kind of, kind of like get a little, at least uh, an acknowledgement of what what I can what I can bring and all that, and just a a a nod to uh, just you know. No, I mean, I mean, I, 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 I'm kind of rambling off here, but <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I, I, what I wanted to say was maybe idols isn't the correct word, but I mean, people that when I say people you respect, like for example, for me, yeah, last year, biggest thing of last year, biggest thing of last year, I put just a random tweet out, sitting on my sofa at like six o'clock after a really, really hard day at work. It was like a Wednesday. I remember it very specifically. Sat down and I made a tweet where I ripped off um, the Welcome to the Black Parade and it was a song and like there's a specific lyric part of it where they talk about being broken. So I was like, ah, I'll tweet this out to Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy retweeted it. Then Jeff retweeted it. And I remember having this like, everything else up to that point didn't mean anything. But having this, like, remember thinking that me and my brother, my little brother, would watch the Hardy Boys when we were probably, and we'd watch them and talk about them on TV. And I called him straight away and I was like, dude, I just got retweeted by Matt Hardy. And I could hear him, like, marking out over the phone. And he was <laughs> like, it wasn't anything, you know, it was nothing in the grand scheme of things. But to me, that was like, I wouldn't have got that unless I started all of this, like, three years ago. Um, mm-hmm. and it's it's the little thing, but it really, really, it's the win. It's the time I felt like I had the big win. Now, um, same question. I'd like to take it to uh, to Adam first, if you could. Um, so reaction uh, for um, friends, families. Uh, family, pretty much like non-existent. Like they're not really in on it though. Uh, but like, uh, some of them got in on it. Uh, like. 
the Super Pro Wrestle was basically me, Matt, who's also in the chat here with us, and a couple of other guys. And then one day I had the idea of, like, you know, I wanted to make a character. I had this character idea, and this was after they'd started putting, like, the ability to scan faces into the game. Mm-hmm. Which I like to do because I think, feel like otherwise sometimes there's the risk of looking a bit samey. So I was like, hey, does anyone want to model for this character? And like one of my friends came and was like, yeah, I'll do it. And I made the character. And then a few other people went, oh, that's cool. Can you do me next? And it kind of snowballed, really. <laughs> uh, as far as people I look up to, uh, we were actually the pre chat thing where I was telling this story uh, in there. And it, Albeit this happened or was allowed to happen more because of the wrestling without context than uh, this, but with Super Pro Wrestle, you know how they were doing for WWE 2K, they were doing like the million dollar challenge for like AJ Styles? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I worked my promo into Super Pro Wrestle by having like my character in the game deliver the promo. Wow. But using that 2K promo uh, mechanic where it's like you pick the option and they say the thing, but having my words over the top of it. Uh, And one of the options that I had come up was like rip off a promo. And the promo I decided to rip off was the CM Punk pipe bomb thing. Uh, And it was, you know, like I'm going to take that million dollars and who knows? Maybe I'll go spend it in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Maybe I'll go over to OTT in Ireland, and then it cut back to me in real life, and it, like turned to the camera like, hey, Session Moff, how you doing? Uh, referring to Session Moff Martina, the wrestler. Everyone fancies she... Martina. Oh, God, yeah. And like that, But she agreed to like film a little bit for it for me, and it was like, Hey, session off, how are you doing? And then it cuts to her like, yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that, that's they, the whole point. Yeah, like, but like, you know, good on her for like agreeing to do it. And it came because, you know, obviously we ended up talking a bit through the wrestling without context account. But to get, you know, someone like her, who's like a re- an actual wrestler of some pretty renowned, you know, she's getting booked in Japan, she's getting booked in the US now, and that she agreed to do this thing for, like, my like dumb little video game thing, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know, it is every single, something like that, again, something like that only came from you going, you know what, I already have this thing that I'm doing, and the, the reason I'm doing this is because I'm passionate about wrestling, and there's a lot of wrestlers now that you know that crossover like up up down down and everything there's a lot of cross-pollination happening um loads happening um now before we move to dino because i wanted to get his on this at the end but let's uh let's uh let's go to matt matt why um what kind of reaction have you had um and has this allowed you to meet anyone that you really 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 respect or idolize or uh Right, so there's an interesting story about this. So Adam does Super Pro Wrestle. He actually uh, has, has a character in there called Jen Steele, who uh, I met through Super Pro Wrestle, and now we're in a relationship. Oh, well, look at that. Yeah, yeah it came out. It's not the only way that we're a matchmaker. 
<laughs> Ooh. So, so there is that. That's pretty sweet. Love Jen very much. Hope she's watching this. Hi, Jen. How you doing? <laughs> big shout, big shout um, out to Jen. I, I, would, I would just like to say as well that I'm so happy about that because when I first became part of you know wrestling Twitter, whatever you want to call it, Jen and Matt were like two of the first friends I made. So to see them happy together is really cool. Yeah, it, 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 it is that it is that sense of community. Like it really, truly is. That's like a perfect example of it, where you know your eyes met across the uh, across the creator rest of screen. Your eyes met across the <laughs> pretty feet. much. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's that it's is just, like literally how it happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And how awesome is that? We're like we're like I I, I wager about two hundred miles away from each other. She lives in Cheltenham. I live in London, and it's just like wow. Never, I, I couldn't have even imagined. But as as for uh, this community and my family, my family don't really know about it, just like many others here. Mm-hmm. Um, and as for people I idolize, it is kind of a tough question to answer because I was kind of an outsider on the inside for a while before I got into this. Because, like, do you want to um, expand on that for us? Yeah, I I used to um, produce stuff for Rob Van Dam when he had his radio show back in like 2008. Oh. Uh, worked on his comic book in 2012. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was it's like t- a 10, 11 year old me would be just shitting bricks. Yeah. Just absolutely shit and bricks. And through 2K, I've been invited to many press events for the WD2K games. And through that, I've met the big show. I've met the club, uh, Gallows and Anderson. And there's a video up on my YouTube channel of uh, uh, a thing that 2K actually put together where they essentially swerved us, if you remember that show. They they lead us into a, a dark room. And uh, they're like, hey, uh, <laughs> uh, hey, we've got this super secret DLC that we haven't revealed yet, but we're going to have downloadable voice packs for 2K18. And commentators will be people who are on the roster like Gallows and Anderson. So we sit down and we start playing. And then all of a sudden they start referencing while I'm wearing the fact that I look like a naked Midian lookalike. And it's just like, what the fuck is my life right now? I'd wager through 2K, I've become the luckiest nobody. <laughs> you know what? We're all lucky nobodies here. Like, you know, the whole, like, friends and family thing. Like, Foul Original is a separate person, doesn't really exist in real life that often. And so, like, explaining what I do to people sometimes, they don't really get it. And they don't understand, so I've kind of stopped. And like yeah. the reaction now is a bit like the reaction now is more on the numbers of followers I have. Before it was like, oh, you're doing that little thing. Now it's like, oh, oh, actually, maybe it is doing well. Can we ask you why? And it's a very interesting little turnabout face, but it is still you're talking about wrestling. Um, Pretty much. I mean, it's the whole thing with streaming as well. It's like you're watching people play games and some people donate to these streamers as well. It's like uh, technology in 2019 is just so incredible. It brings people together in ways that we couldn't have imagined 20 years ago. It totally does. Now, 
I am going to take this to Dino, who's probably one of the people that is most, I said this earlier on, and I can't think of the word, so most certified to talk about this. Um, and I want you to let us know what, what this, what the reactions from friends and family are, and just a little bit about what you've kind, how has, how you've got to this dance because you've kind of been part of quite a quite a really big community to begin with. Um, <laughs> yeah, to to say the least. <laughs> well, yeah. I um, yeah, I got into this uh, only because like I because I knew of those who don't know me like I've part of New Legacy. Uh, for the past few years, and um, that was strictly from an invite by Fifty Foot Blake, and I had known New Legacy for their video Chocolate Drop, which apparently a lot of people know. And, uh, I just I had no idea how big that community. Was. I knew that people were getting popular and paid and by playing games, and I'm like, wow, that's really interesting, and. When I first came into New Legacy, the amount of people that have in there that was already established and all the inside jokes and everything. Shit, you guys really built something here. And like I wanted to see if I could get anywhere near the double digits of uh of numbers of, of fans who wanna do that. And so like it uh it just sort of took off from and I, I still to this day don't know why the hell they want in New Legacy. Like they, to me, they are like the funniest group of fucking people. Like really, really. Are. And, and um, they, they for some reason call me part of the family. I, I just, I, I still can't grasp it. And I've come across a lot of amazing and interesting. I, I don't like to call them fans because call them lovely a bunch of lovely people uh, yeah. people who are just as talented people who are just as creative and from logo makers to creator wrestlers to their own emotions that's why i to these lunatics in the chat and um yeah i mean it's it's pretty damn amazing as you guys said before technology is really things able to get ourselves out and um yeah so like i've been doing wfwf for five years now fuck that's crazy to think um there's <laughs> a realization i just came across but um yeah five years now i've been doing this and um like my folks they already know it, i like to entertain so they're just like oh he's in there screaming his head off and talking to himself but this time it's to actual people Yay! <laughs> or at least we think so. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> hope so. <laughs> but like, oh, amongst my friends, and stuff, yeah, right. I appreciate it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, the the reactions of people like outside of it, wrestlers or the the two two of my biggest supporters for for WFWF outside was my friend Roy and my cousin, just straight up like, how's it going? Are you going to, uh, I saw your broadcasting. I saw one of your bigger shows is coming. How's tough enough going? Which tough enough to me is like another main reason that I, I still love doing this because I want to be able to make a platform to where anybody who 
doesn't really broadcast or is cautious of it or just wants to get name out there, to send me their best wrestlers so that whatever I have, whether it be the hundred people, somehow I got a thousand subscribers on Twitch or YouTube. I want people to download their characters and then maybe they can get confidence to stream and broadcast as well. Like It's just a continuum. And so. uh, I'll be honest, but first, like, biggest, biggest experience in CW wrestling was being on Tough Enough or be, being on Tough Enough. Can you, can like, you like, for, for people that don't know, <laughs> for people that don't know in this in the chat, yeah, Tough Enough, can you explain this to how, what, what, what this actually is and how this works? Obviously, we're not talking about the Tough Enough for Roman TV or from the network. No, no, no. <laughs> it's T U F F N U F F. Yes, tough enough. <laughs> uh, I, I like to do legally safe names just because it's funny to me. <laughs> Random stupid shit that I still think is hilarious. You're like but, tough um, puppy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what I do is um, I do a yearly competition and I ask followers and leads and I'm like, hey, uh, it's that time of year again. Send me your best create a wrestler with these hashtags, like upload them to community creations. Uh, and I try to give them a, a good amount of time for the deadline. That way, when the submissions close, I can each and every one of them pick out the one that I think would be very entertaining to have matches against each other, as well as the roster for WFWF. And they compete points. And, um, the winners of the uh, of the competition, which I just now branched off into female creator wrestlers as well. I just I feel like we're more established now to do that. But the winners get a WFWF contract, and meaning that uh, I will use them more frequently to build into the universe that I've created. So, okay. and the reactions have been pretty pretty astounding. Like last season we had probably the most submissions that we had in a while and i couldn't make the decision on my own so i literally just put the wrestlers against each other in cpu matches and whoever won was in there because i just could not come up with like well yeah i'm gonna pick you because of this like everybody had their own distinctive bit of awesomeness for me so it was very relieving that i left it up to the machine and fate <laughs> to pick them but long, long live the I simulation. Felt, <laughs> yeah, so those who I felt um, who who really showed some promise, even if they did, was like DM. I said, "Hey, I really liked your character. Um, I would like to have you on as like in guest appearances on Tough Work in Progress, which is my NXT promotion uh, for my universe. So it's I, I like to include people." people to as well as to get so getting the message that i'm gonna be on like uh work in progress that actually made my day when that happened I'm well, like, you're, you're one of the more popular characters like i don't know if you remember like the a few seasons ago like you, like everybody was rooting for you because they had they had like this underdog mentality but you had like the personality and the charisma for the character plus like me using uh bone city as your your theme music that really <laughs> the the theme to funny games really helped out too. <laughs> like the, the uh yeah, the the like reaction I got and like like tough enough and work in progress, it just like 
it surprised me to the point where I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Like, it's always the reaction I have with like stuff in CW where like I'm actually succeeding in doing something. I'm just like, I don't know what's happening, but I like it. <laughs> okay, um, that is going to take us on to our next uh, question, which I wanted to kind of broach to everyone, um, and. I would like anyone to jump out first. No, no particular person to start with. But what annoys you about the community? Um, any kind of negativity, victimization, or people just being dicks? Uh, nothing really bothers me. Really, uh, I've just seen about... anything like that. Mm. I've seen really? a fair share of drama in the create wrestler community through, <clears throat> like people just sending tweets because like some crate wrestlers such as myself have their own like twitter accounts <clears throat> and some of these people can be such elitist assholes about their characters and stuff we're not here to be like super serious about everything this isn't legitimate wrestling this is supposed to be fun for everybody and just people who act holier than thou over just the most mundane shit Give, give me an example. Me I want, without me. without giving, because I'd like to. So this is what I'd like to explore. Because obviously, it's quite obvious in the bigger wrestling community when someone is being asshole. But without being specific, give me an, a just a rough example if you could. Well, there's stuff like, so, like within certain uh, create wrestler promotions, it's like don't use my move. That's my move, and this is my move, and you can't use this, and it's just so petty. That's Why really, waste your energy on this? That's really like it's weird because would like I can, I can kind of see the similarity within like the real graps. You know, when someone, for example, let's use let's use the go to sleep here. So Kenta had right. the go to sleep. CM Punk used the go to sleep. Daniel Bryan starts using the knees. Everyone's using Kenta's moves, but then Kenta comes in and he's not Kenta. Like, if, and I, I can kind of understand you need to get my blessing before you use it, but it's a simulation. It's at some point, you know, like 100, 100 monkeys typing on 100 typewriters, you're going to come up with the same thing. And if you have to like the frog splash and someone else does, it's not theirs exclusively. You know, they can't take the rights of the frog it's splash. It's like away. Eddie Guerrero and Rob Van Dam. They both used the frog splash in different ways there was a different flair to each person's move and whatnot but there there seemed to be no animosity there the funny thing is the funny thing is Sam Punk actually called like, go to sleep his move and not Kenta's <laughs> well he's yeah. also Elias dick sometimes exactly yeah. partake yeah. <laughs> I, I think I've been quite lucky in this kind of way because it has been built mostly at least around people who were already my friends anyway. You know, like people like Matt, uh, like people like Rabid and like Liam and Daniel, who we mentioned earlier, uh, who are people that I met through it have also been cool. But most of the people contained within it were already my friends anyway. So I think I've been quite lucky and sort of being able to sort of dodge the drama that Matt and Rabbit are talking about there. Yeah, yeah. same here. I mean, I've uh, I, I haven't really come across anybody that's pure elitist asshole. Even if they were, I approach it the same way that I approach it in actual like wrestling, to where it's like, 
Dog, dude, the fucking the the diamond cutter is just an RKO, or RKO is just a diamond cutter. I'm like, who gives a shit? It's a fucking wrestling move. You think back then people are like, oh, you can't use the suplex. The suplex is my move. Well, I'm a, I'm a big to differ there, pal. If you want to scrap, then I'm gonna give you the suplex or whatever. It's like sorry. So it's just. I tend to cut that shit right at the edge. Like, just, nope, before this turns into a gigantic turd, here's what it is. It's wrestling. It's fun. You need to have fun. And you know what? If you want to brag about something, just say, well, my character does it stronger because it's a finisher. Well, my character does it stronger because he uses all, he rears back. Like, just do that. Don't be a prick about it. Don't tolerate prickiness. And, I mean, that's really the only, the only problems that I've really come up with. They're so minimal, and I don't have time to deal with it. And if people feel like that, it needs to be a main focus of their energy and just bring everybody down. I just say, you know what? You need to take that shit elsewhere. I'm not fucking standing. So it's not enough to get me annoyed, but it's enough to say, like, look, you're bringing everybody down. You need to fuck off. So... (laughs) I like the fact that that exists within that community. Like it started to happen a little bit more in the in the larger community. But it's like if you see shit, call it out. See shit, call it out. And people tend to stop being assholes. They will straight away. Like there's something particular that happened on Twitter. Um, like you guys may have seen it. There's I'm not going to name names, but there was a specific blogger, and they're really good blogger. And someone decided to create a fake account of that blogger and kind of be really, really insulting to them and to their significant other. And within, I'm talking like 10, 15 minutes, they'd been reported about 100 times by everyone that's seen that thread and been like, what the hell is this? They changed their name on Twitter, this this troll, changed their name on Twitter to try to get around it, and Twitter still kind of blocked them. And I remember thinking, within about 15 minutes, about 20, 30 people showed this person, you know what, you're not alone in this. This person's an asshole. Yeah, we know that you're not that person. So why are they even pretending? They tried to impersonate that person. And I like that there's kind of a no-bullshit mentality within the creator wrestling community as well. Um, That's really good to hear. That's really good to hear. I didn't know what answer I'd get from that, actually. And uh, it's really made me happy, actually. Um, Okay, so last up. Uh, this, again, I'm going to kind of put this out to everyone. Um, obviously, some of you folks have kind of already done this to an extent, but would you like to make this your full-time job? And when I say this, I mean creating content for wrestling and just, you know, just doing the grap thing. Uh, yes and pers- no. Uh, it's, a, it's a mix of, like, yes and no, like Dan like, just said. Yeah. Like, okay. like, here's the thing. If... If you mean make this creating content from a wrestling game and make that my full-time job, it's it's a bit of a mixed bag because while I would be having fun doing it, the whole internet media kind of bubble is so volatile that it wouldn't necessarily be viable unless you had the following of, say, a new legacy or a Unite or something like that. And the bubble can burst at any time. We've already seen the adpocalypse on YouTube. I lived through it. Yep. I lived through it too. Like, I mean, in an ideal world, absolutely. You know, it would be great fun. But, you know, looking at it, kind of like a realist, because, like, wrestling video games, it's like a niche within a niche. You know what I mean? Uh, it's 
and you know Matt obviously mentioned New Legacy and Unite, and but there's only so many get that kind of following from it. Uh, I mean, as I said, I would love to, but I don't think it's ever going to happen, at least for me. But I'm okay with that. Like, yeah, I would see it as like if you, know, you if you get paid to do it, then it doesn't become like your passion; it becomes your job. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, kind of yeah. lose your flair for it. But, yeah, but like, here's the thing: there's always that that ancient proverb of if you work at something you love, or what if what you love is your work, then you never have to work a day in your life. That's true. Like there's fun, then there's work, and it's like I I I see like the point of like doing what you love as a job. But like at the same time, I I'm like I I'd rather have like a balanced thing. Like I have a job really like i don't hate but i still do uh but still have like fun on, on the side with like video games that kind of stuff mm. yeah yeah i, like, I mean I, I, sorry um no, i, no, I just ahead. want I, I am gonna name a name here and okay. it's very unlikely that he'll ever see this because you know <laughs> but there's a, a twitch streamer called dark side phil i know dark side phil for, yeah for ages creating content streaming and all this and recently his streams have become just like here's me playing a video game me being bad at it oh by the way i'd like interactions and interactions is code for donations oh he's dropping in stuff like i need 16 grand to take care of my tax bill don't put that kind of pressure on your following because they're not always going to make it yeah I like one one thing in particular that I wanted to kind of because I've had a lot of people that have come to me now that I'm at the thousand subscriber mark and at the and the ten thousand odd followers like that to me there as and something that Dino said earlier on they're not followers they're people that want to chat about wrestling yeah except for all the the bots now because of that like people will message me and they'll be like, and I think I said this earlier, how did you get so successful? You did a stream of X amount of hours the other day. How much did you get paid? I'm like, if that's your first question, this conversation is over because yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm like, really... like, like most streamers, uh, I, I like, obviously have a donation. Like I think most streamers do these days, mm-hmm. but like, you know, if people, you know, people have got their own stuff going on, ultimately. So, I mean, if someone does great, and I'm, you know, massively grateful for it, but if they can't, you know, no big deal. I'm still enjoying it anyway, so, you know. I don't think anyone in this room... I don't think anyone in this room would stop doing this if they didn't get paid more than because, like, oh. for the past for the past eleven months, I've been unmonetized on YouTube. Yeah, that's all the Logan Paul stuff. Did that stop me? No. Yeah. It actually made me more daring and more experimental because I thought, you know what, it's a point now where I have to have to work at this and treat it seriously or i have to just do it as a fun thing and this never that's fine that's fine but either way was fine for me when i stop having fun doing this that's when i will stop doesn't matter if i'm earning money from it whatever that money happens to be but when i it's the big thing like when i do get donations i'm so i'm so fucking happy like it's it happens so infrequently for me because i'm not really pushing it that much and 
if it but i would never push it like i always say this helps me to create content but i'll still do it anyway and if you want to give if you want to buy me a beer buy me a beer yeah that's cool like no 10 15 quid that's fine but i'm not sitting there going well when we get to a thousand pounds then i'll start doing stuff but for the rest of the time i'm just going to sit here and do nothing and i've seen streamers 15 do that. quid for a beer where are you drinking <laughs> Um, the O2 uh, this... Arena in London. <laughs> That's true, actually. You know, the worst thing is, yeah, they give you your beer in a plastic bottle with no lid, and it's warm anyway. And what are you supposed oh! to do? What are you doing? Uh, what are you doing? I hated it so yeah. much. I worked in Cambridge. That's why you get drunk Mark. before the show. Yeah, you pre, you 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 pre prepped. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got a hip flask for that exact reason. Uh, nice. Yeah, it's but it's to me getting paid for this and doing this as a full time. I would love to do this as a full time, and maybe someday I can do that. But for now, I'm having such a good goddamn time tonight that it's not work to me. This is not work exactly at all. Exactly. If you do what you love, then you never work a day in your life. It's true. However, I mean, however, doing this tonight is not going to make me. Is not going to allow me to buy that takeaway that i'm going to buy when i finish this show like that is my normal nine to five job that i have to do every day and right. you know that's monday to friday that's what pays the bills i've got to go there and do that and i find time around to do it if i just said tomorrow i'm quitting my job and i'm doing this full time i would be very very stupid so um, very very homeless and um, same here. <laughs> yeah Yes, and on the subject but... of stopping to uh, stopping doing stuff for uh, if it becomes less fun um a couple of years ago, I got like a massive backlash from the 2K games community because YouTube thought it would be wise to mute one of my videos. So I had to replace it with stock music. And the amount of hate that I got was just indescribable. It was, it was wild. I that, yeah. Give me a little taste it, of that. It, it killed my passion for, for doing videos for quite a while. And uh, mixed mixed in with that, I find, uh, or I found, and I'm trying to work my way out of this, that I focus too much on the numbers. Mm -hmm. Like, how many people are watching this video? Does this work? Does this work? Oh, I lost a follower. That makes me sad. And I, I, I just want to get out of that headspace. Yeah. Because it's only going to hurt me. You know I what I find helps, though? Sorry. Like oh, dear. Oh, I'm sorry about that. No, uh, what I find that's helped me get out of that, because for the longest time, I'm like, I'm never going to get past nine viewers. Oh, God. Am I really doing this right? Am I like you're, you get in your head? What I stepped back and took a deep breath and realized what that really means is that every time I broadcast, I have nine people who are there all the fucking jump onto this channel who want to see me do this who are entertained by that and if i were to quit just because it's not up to my number standard anything like that then i shouldn't even be doing this all to realize that right the, the right people get it to quote to quote mike quackenbush who quoted joel hodgson before he went to do mystery science theater 3000 oh. is that the right people get it and so, well, I will say, Dino, you can always add plus one onto that because me and my girlfriend watch them together. Well, there you go. So, I I appreciate that, by the way. <laughs> but um, 
I mean, yeah. I mean, just think of it as, you know, if you if you can't help but look at those numbers, just think of it as those people are your dedicated. Those are the ones that want this to continue, that want to continue to support. And as we said, community. Exactly. The community is like, it's fantastic. And I want to give a shout out to, uh, to Jake and, uh, and Steph, uh, Valkyrie. And uh, <laughs> they're like two of my biggest, most dedicated. And um, like, even when there wasn't enough people at the time, they were always there. And it just grew. So, yeah, man, if you if you really want to get your head out of that space, just think dedicated ones are the ones that are there. And, you know, they love what you do. That, that's, well, that is well, we're thanking people. Part. Oh, yeah, go for it. Well, thanking people. Um, I want to thank Dino because uh, it was through watching, like, so Dino, New Legacy, Caveman, guys like that, that I I first thought, you know, hey, I can do this, but with my friends because, you know, the world being what it is now, you know, so many friendships, relationships, whatever, are online. I mean, that, again, that was how I met Matt as well. Uh, and when I did my first show, I didn't—I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, you know, I was still kind of wary on the idea of, you know, talking online to potentially nobody, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and Dino did the stream with me. Uh, I about that. <laughs> which, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the fact that... Like Dino took the time to do that and help me, and you know he had to. I think he had to leave. You know some family thing like about halfway through, and you know I was kind of skittish and tripping over my words and stuff the second half, but that helped me get over the hump. It comes back to that thing of community, you know, because me and Dino had already been talking on Twitter for a little while and stuff, and you know it it was good of him to do that, and. Like I, 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 you know, you know the whole pay it forward thing. Uh, our friend and an old rabid Matt Nor, uh, Dino Kinda as well. Uh, Maya, the creator of Rosie Bonbons, by the way. Yes. Uh, Yay. Uh, like I did her first stream with her, so, <laughs> and she's part of the Super Pro Wrestle community as well, and she's friends with Matt and uh, a lot of other people in her community. So. Uh, well, I have no idea how to end that sentence, but <laughs> you guys know what I mean, though. Well, well, there are two words I was thinking of. Um, you're fired. The end. The end. The <laughs> end. The end. Hot diggity. Hot diggity. I, I wanted to say one thing about that, and I think that is something really important that you guys have brought up about getting in, getting out of that mindset of views of um of that fear of just being just screening into the void. Yeah, um, Liam's in the chat right now, and he's uh, watching on his break. And we'll, big shout out to Liam, as I said, someone that also yeah. helped hey, bring hey, together. Hey, Liam. Um, I hate I, Liam. <laughs> I love Fair Liam. There's a, there's a he's not here. He's not here. He's watching. He's he always back to me. Uh, 
on on his on his way to uh, to work actually today he helped try to bring this together while I was sleeping off my white red wine hangover. Um, I, I wanted to say about getting out of negativity. There's um there's someone who recently started a YouTube channel and they've literally just started it and I was speaking to him the other day and he um he talks about mental health and he also talks about that his journey with that. I remember saying to him like. The other day you did a show and you, as you were saying, you changed up what you wanted to do. You wanted to do something a little bit more produced and you wanted to show off your, your acting range. And he goes, yeah. And I got my first dislike. I got my first thumbs down ever. He's done like four videos and that's the first of a thumbs down he got. It took him out of doing videos for like a good week because up till that point, he'd had like maybe two or three thumbs up, you know, not a massive amount of views, but that one thumbs down, that one thumbs down just stopped him dead in his water and he couldn't get out of it. And I was like, man, just do something else. It doesn't matter. They didn't like it. No, no, no. I'm going to have to rethink my whole, my whole idea because they didn't like it. They didn't, who didn't like it? Somebody that was watching it didn't like it. Who cares about that guy? You got four thumbs up. That means four people probably watched your first few and thought, you know what? He's trying something different. We like that. Let's try it out. And mm-hmm. I want to take this to um, the other two gentlemen who haven't really um, spoke about this topic just yet, but Park and uh, Rabbit. Tell us your, like, how you, have you been in any kind of situation where you didn't want to make videos anymore? And how did you get yourself out of that? Well, I don't really make videos, but like, uh, and, and like, I, I don't really like state in like if there's a text like, like part of the like community I'm in. I, mm-hmm. I don't really take explain, part explain, in it. I explain, just, explain, like, explain uh, what part of the community you're in. So uh, give, give us a little bit of a taste of what you actually do to kind of garner that hate. Uh, I, I pretty much just like I, I, I'm around the, like the chats of like the specific uh like streams of like the creative rest of stuff and again i just i i make looks for people like I, i'm not really like a video creator or a like character creator i i just like make logos as if like a person that's making a character needs one and it basically if uh it doesn't work for everybody but like if there's like uh toxic like stuff going on in like a chat man i pretty much just walk away and just like try to take a break and like take a breath just try to calm myself down and try to go back in the situation like mm-hmm. it, it, if it's calmed down I, I stay around but if it's still going on i just try to distance myself which is a mature thing to do which is a very mature thing to do. Most people like, and I would, and I said before, I would just keep, I would give it back. I would give it right back. And I'd be like, but why? And it, the mature thing to do in my position would be to be like, okay, yeah, just walk away from the situation. Walk away from the donut. But instead, I'm, I'm going to eat that donut. I don't care. Yeah. And um, that takes us to, uh, there's some stuff in the chat that I wanted to actually ask you folks um, very briefly, because there's been a lot of, um, there's been a lot of questions in the chat. And I'm just going to give you these before we go to the end. But um, um, we've got, um, oh, from Forever Craig, what elements do you feel have been limited over time in the rest of the creation? Um, For him, it was that he feels the WWE games were more restrictive over time with the music. Well, here here's the thing about the music. It's not, it's not 2K, it's not WWE, it's up to Sony and Microsoft. Because we all know that you can't rip CDs to your console anymore. While there is Spotify integration, that's not 
the best way of going about things. So it's kind of like, if if you want something, go to Sony, go to Microsoft, ask for it. They'll probably ignore you, <laughs> but you know, it's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I would. Yeah, I think that's the main one, um, especially with the fact that when you like, at least on PlayStation, uh, I think it's the case on Xbox as well. Uh, if with the WWE games, if you record or stream a match or whatever, it mutes the music in the game as well. Really? Uh, that that kind of irks me a little bit. <laughs> well, uh, that's why everything I pro wrestling in the chat just said Fire Pro. Yes, Fire Pro does have custom music on the, uh, Steam at least, and I think they said they were looking at some way to do it on PS4 as well. Yeah. Okay. Planning on it. Here's the thing. I do have an answer for the the reason why, um, if you're recording on your PlayStation or your Xbox, why 2K removes your music. It's to protect the content creators because WWE are very, very protective of their music. They'll let you upload right. it, but they're going to monetize the video themselves. Yes. Yes. They've done that to me. You know what? They monetize from me, and it's really annoying. I did a video, uh, particularly on, you know, when Botch Club first got announced, and um, I used to talk about stuff that the WWE produced, and I did like a bit of a rant, and I'm talking in this rant, and I was very careful to not use any WWE material whatsoever. Then I went, oh, you know, do you remember this show on YouTube called... um, it was a show, oh, Are You Serious? with Road Dog and Josh Matthews. And it was like a weird kind of attempt for the WWE to monetize what they had from WCW. Anyway, yeah. I showed... Sort of, yeah. Sort of like, like Mystery Science Theater 3000, Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Very it's kind similar. of like Mystery Science Theater. And I loved it. I remember loving it. And then they kind of just stopped it dead. But I showed about 10 seconds, if that, of this video. And they copyright claimed me. So I went, all right. Fine. It's journalistic. Give me back. They sent me a message back within two hours saying, no, we're keeping it. If you want to take this to court, then you might get a strike. And I was like, well, screw it. Fine. Have it. I don't care. Have the 10p. I don't want it. And some a similar thing happened when I did my WrestleMania live stream. The WWE, I was very careful. But you know, the da, 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 that song is licensed in for the Hall of Fame. So it wasn't the WWE that struck me. It was this random company, the musical company. I think you're right. Um, now, one second, I'm going to cough. Uh, I think it's another uh, good question uh, in the chat. I think Pro Wrestling asking, uh, what do you guys think, what do you guys feel is missing in today's WWE games? And I, I just feel like the thing that's missing from uh, WWE games, and that it's from what I've seen, it's being brought back in like 2K19. Is that element of ridiculousness that like I liked in like SmackDown versus Raw uh, 2011, where it's like you're doing all this stuff that you wouldn't normally see in like a sports game, like like uh, something that WWE has now. I, I think the element of ridiculousness fits the like fits what WWE is. Just having that entertainment element of like. Uh, from collecting uh, the lost souls of wrestlers in an urn that you got from Undertaker, or <laughs> or turning Spindley or Santino into a zombie. 
Yes. Or, or, or doing or, or like turning I used to do. a Kurt Angle into a woman. Yeah. <laughs> or, or like I used to do, doing a moonsault out of a helicopter when I'm fighting out in the back. Oh yes. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Yeah. And then taking no damage for it at all. I would love to. How amazing! I, 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 I hope someone from UK is watching this and just taking notes. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Wrestling in and of itself is inherently ridiculous. If you if you, if you got into a shoot fight with somebody, that's a real fight for you non wrestling fans out there, right? If you grab somebody by the arm and try and throw them across the room, they're not gonna try and keep on running, bounce off a wall, come back and take your move. They would if they knew what's good for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, wrestling but, uh, ridiculous. Someone should start a Twitter about that. <laughs> hmm. uh, uh, I, I need some context. Uh, I, I still hmm. think that's like a good element to have in a wrestling game. Like even even if like parts of it are serious, I still think having like some ridiculousness in there would, would like make it worth playing. Like the, the, there's the glitches, but like that's not necessarily a thing they put into the game to like for people to use. I I just feel like having something like to have in like the my career for two K nineteen is really good just having that factor of like i didn't expect that and i want to see more like things to expect basically mm. okay anybody else missing, anything uh, nikki cross yes <laughs> that too <laughs> w gives the insanity in there that, that but that's because like, the, that that's really because the wwe don't like scottish people unless they're drew mcintyre Oh, fair enough. They're the same way with Latinos if they're not Rey Mysterio. <laughs> yeah, but but the next Rey Mysterio, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> that the the datedness often of the WWE games is one that bugs me mm-hmm. because WWE games are the only annual sports title that don't do roster like proper roster updates. It's true. Yeah. Because yeah. like FIFA do it, you know NHL do it, even like the what do you call them? The UFC games do it. Yeah, uh, UFC can you like imagine? But but here's the yeah, thing: though. can you imagine if EA did like tried to charge for roster updates the way the WWE games do? There would be uproar and right so. But but here's the thing: WWE and the other sports that you mentioned are very different beasts. Where WWE superstars are on the road 300 days a year. They have very little downtime to themselves. And to pull them in on a day where they should be, you know, relaxing, trying not to move parts of their body that are probably in excruciating pain is way different than pulling a, uh, let's say, a football star who works, what, once a week, maybe twice? That's a fair point, but you you don't need to scan them. I mean, it doesn't always work. Have you seen how Tyler Bate turned out in 2K19? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or Summer Ray's 2K15. Yeah, to, oh, Summer Ray's 2K15 model still haunts what, me. What was, it, was it Xavier Woods in 2K14? <sighs> where he literally looked like a generic creator wrestler? That might be. <laughs> Another book also, went Dana down Brooks model from 2K18. That's just oh, a that's clown staring at you. Nightmare fuel. No, no, no. <laughs> I want to get off this ride. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Let, let's let's get let's get off that nostalgia vibe. Um, I have another question actually. That I wanted to pop to everyone. What did you guys think of the TNA games? And I wanted to ask this actually. Underrated. Um, very what underrated. Does... Uh, bare boned though. It was basically. It, yeah. I wanted I wanted it to do well that way because when I played it, I'm like, okay, this is really bare boned, but it has so much potential. I hope this does well because that means next game we're gonna get something more. We're gonna get. Yeah. Yeah, in yeah, terms there's of, a lot of good ideas in it. In, in terms of story mode, like, I think that uh, uh, W2K19 actually took that ball and actually ran with it because, like, their, their story modes are actually kind of similar, in, in right. my opinion. Yeah. yeah. yeah, would say, yeah. Here's the thing TNA. about the TNA game as somebody who followed the development process, they took three years and came out with that. <gasps> and. As Dino said, very bare bones. I was expecting more from it. It was so hyped before its release, and it just ended up like a wet fart in church. Well, no one's actually mentioned this in the chat, but I wanted to ask this question. This is something that was actually on my mind before the TNA mention. What does everybody think about the suicide character and how that was something because that was something very and that you talk about the hype i remember being real hyped for that the whole storyline within the tna product where they had a character called suicide played by depending on which week kazarian or daniels and that character was in the game and translated into the product where you had a wrestler created for a game made real what did you guys think of that it's a very cool concept when it started, it was cool, but then, like, it sort of went, like, I'm not exactly sure what this is, to be honest. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. I don't want to shit on TNA because TNA have been shit on enough, but yeah, they they could have done more with the character. That It was very mismanaged. And it seemed like the character was cursed. As you mentioned, Daniels was the original Suicide. Then he got injured whilst working as suicide, got replaced by Kazarian. Uh, Kiyoshi was was suicide at a point. TJ Perkins, um, mm-hmm. Caleb Conley. It it was just like that. There had to be a point where we're like, yeah, this project has failed. There, 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 there has to be a point where the name actually just means career suicide, basically. <laughs> I, I, oh. did, I did like yeah. the angle when we had the suicide face-off against Daniels in that Ultimate X match. I liked that as a blow-off to the whole feud, but I remember getting really pissed because I was like, but the game isn't like this. Like, that's what yeah. I really got annoyed. <laughs> and I was so hyped for that game. I mean, I went to see TNA when they came here to the UK, and uh, I think Samoa Joe was champ, and we had Samoa Joe versus Booker T um, in, like, the Coventry Sky Dome. And I remember going to that, and they gave us lanyards with the Acclaim game on it, and I was like, I'm so hyped for this. I can't wait for this game to come out. Oh, my God, it's going to be amazing. And then it was absolutely terrible. And even the Ultimate X match, like, what the... Oh, oh. That was so disappointing. It would be better <laughs> if you play it with other people but against the AI is just shockingly bad but I will say one thing for the TNA game at least it gave us a launching point for an excellent game in WWE All-Stars because it was it was uh, developed Uh, by the same the the same people 
I didn't know that actually. Okay, so give us a little bit of your take on because we were talking about wrestling being wrestling games being fun and not necessarily simulations. What's everyone's opinion on say All Stars and that kind of more arcadey kind of grapply over the top ridiculousness that that those games were? It was very much missed. I mean, the ridiculousness part of things because. Like we've already established with Here Comes the Pain being able to climb up a helicopter, do a a 6.30 moonsault or whatever, and just land. It was that kind of fun mechanic that is sorely needed in wrestling games. Yeah. The Takara game will bring that back. Yeah. Because in that, you can make guys with like flaming heads that shoot lightning at people and stuff. Yeah. And from my notes, there's someone actually making or trying to make a deathmatch wrestling game, which I want that. Yeah, I'm trying really? to give them my, uh, my entire game Bible when I tried to have a video game made on that team because create a deathmatch was one of the big features that I wanted to have on there, and they really gotten it down. Hmm. But I didn't, I didn't know that link. Sorry. They showed clips of like what they're like creating. It looks phenomenal. Like it, it, it is, it's not fully flushed out yet, but like uh, they have the little like models, like throwing someone off a, a top rope or a ladder, and like land the person to like two glass panes on like a steel chair thing. Mm-hmm. But does this mean we're all going to recreate the new Jack uh, scaffold match? Is that what we're all doing? And just uh, have it. Hopefully, we don't want to murder. Wait, you mean the one from XPW? Yes. I was there last that. Really? Actually, give um, us a little bit of insight into that then. God damn, you were there. Like, uh, for those of you that don't know, well, give us a little taste of what well, happened. Yes, yeah, so I I would get to the shows early because my friend Leroy was a student there and a trainer at the time uh, known as the Evil Lone Star, who's now handling fucking Lucha Underground case. Um, uh, I was there early to help with Ring Crew. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll and everything else so that's cool so i remember hanging back and they grimes was on top of the scaffold and he's looking down and he tells the ring crew to push the ring just like pretty much like a few inches to the right of i was and he goes okay that should be fine and so come the time of the match New Jack, as everybody, those of you who aren't familiar, New Jack literally threw Grimes off the scaffold with the intentions to kill him. Oh, yeah. Uh, if, if Grimes hadn't moved that ring, he would have hit the concrete lickety-splat. But if you can find, and you can find this clip online, I'm sure, he lands right on the ropes, like pretty much wearing them as a fucking thong landing right on them and then bouncing back into the ring. Like if he hadn't have moved that ring, he would, I would have seen a man die that. Day. And it didn't dawn on me until after like, cause I had to help clean up and they rushed everybody the fuck out of the grand Olympic auditorium. And as soon as it was done, he got up and he, you know, helped back as well. But it didn't dawn on me until I got closer and closer to help clean up all the shit. He moved the ring before. Holy shit! If he hadn't moved it, he would have died. 
Like I was freaking out more than anybody that day. Just this kid was like, what the fuck company am I trying to work for here? New Jack is insane. He tried to kill a man right here and here. It's so, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think that is, uh, well, let's have a look if I've got anything else in here. I think that might be as great a place to end as ever because, did it, oh, actually, yeah, we've done that. The general talk. Actually, let's, um, I'm going to leave you with this one question before we go. Um, in, in your opinion, and I'm going to ask this to everyone, I want you to just go around. Um, what kind of influence do you think that creator wrestlers have on the general wrestling community? So, you know, like just the whole of the community, and I mean that's from creating logos to everything that you do out there. What kind of influence do you think it has on the greater wrestling community? Oh, Honestly, hmm. or go ahead. Uh, no, you, you can continue. I'm just trying to think what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Um, honestly, I would say that the influence is very positive. Um, I've known wrestlers who straight up say, like, yeah, if I'm not playing my games, like, I'm literally just sitting there creating people, or I'm making titles, or I like to make logos. Like, it's the amount of creativity amongst the community and the ability to do so with these games has grown greatly and I think it's a really great and huge influence on people to want to say you know what uh, this looks really cool but I think I would it would look cool with this type of logo so I'm going to go ahead and make this or uh AJ Styles would look cool if he wore like a color scheme to more like when he was in TNA or if he or anything else like that like it's it's the freedom to express yourself and actually having the resources to do it and so in this modern time of everybody doing things themselves that you know the self starting the self building of something it's it's booming in my opinion i mean it's definitely time to go out there and if wrestling companies i believe if they were smart enough to go out into the public and see what the fans are creating they could find themselves a lot of great not just talent to either hire or to even uh, like, I always feel like they should commission fans. Like, Hey, this is a really great design. We want to make a shirt of it. I'd like to pay you a sum to buy it. Or, you know, if they want to make it sweeter, sign a little contract that'll give them um, specific, a specific percentage of every sale that's made. Like, I think if the companies weren't so greedy, they could see a lot of great turnover and a lot of great and fans that that can just lose anything. Okay, I'm going to move us on to anyone else who wants to pick this up. Then, what do you think that this influences has on the greater wrestling community? Not, not so much influence, but. Uh, sort of connected to what Dino was saying about creating logos and what have you in the games. Uh, up, up, down, down. Xavier Woods was saying on that once that he actually used to design his or practice designing his wrestling gear in the games. Okay. That was like where he got a lot of his sort of initial ideas or sort of tried to craft his initial ideas for ring gear from, I think it was in uh, SmackDown, Shut Your Mouth, he said uh, he used to do it. Um, 
All right. Next, anybody else? Uh, I think I've just pretty much sure for everyone else has said. Like, I, I, I think that like, uh, it, it, it just. I don't think it. It. Uh, I first think it just goes together. Like, uh, you can't have one without the other. Like, both have their own things, uh, and they entertain in their own ways. That's. Uh, uh, I don't necessarily think that like they. Uh, well, I I think people will take note in each area, but like. A wrestler will take note about a CW and try to like, uh, uh, try to to take elements of what they do, and add to like what they do. Uh, I'm not necessarily thinking. I'm not sure where I'm going with this. To be honest, like, no, that's all right. I, I, that's fine. I, I, I think, like, it will. Uh, I, I think both will go their own ways, but they will still have elements of each thing. Is basically my point. Okay, that's fine. Anybody else want to jump in on that before we uh, do the outros? No? Not really. No? Sounds like, okay. We could probably go for a few more hours, but um, I want to just naturally bring it to a close there. Uh, thank you so much to all of you folks for joining. Um, and for those that couldn't be here tonight, um, obviously, thank you for you, for Liam um, and for uh, someone else's name I'm going to forget now. But thank you. Daniel. 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 Thank you. Um, yeah. And I will try and I'm going to whack in all your links in the bottom of this um, once I've once I finished um, for the show tonight and uh, thank you seriously thank you so much for allowing me to kind of peek into your community and to have a little little chat with you guys um, so on that I'm going to leave it to all of you starting with wherever you want to start um, actually I'm going to start I'm going to do the start so starting with Puck I would like you to give me a 30 second it's your show this is your air time now um, promote anything you want to where can we find you what you got coming up next well, in in two weeks' time, in on Twitch.tv slash Pat Kimbley, I'm having another TCW show called TCW Unleash. So I really appreciate if you give me a follow on on Twitch and on Twitter with the same name, Twitter.com slash Pat Kimbley. You can follow, follow me. To just uh, give give me. T- I'll have a bunch of TCW updates and other other good stuff. You know. And uh, hopefully you'll have fun watching. Thank you very much there, Puck. So we're going to take us to Rabbit next. So Rabbit, you've got 30 seconds. Whatever you want to say, my friend. Uh, pretty much like if you want to see why I go mainly, uh, visit my Twitter uh, at RabbitDFR. Uh, and just pretty much like wants to be acting like a jackass on my Twitter. Just uh, I don't really have any like live streaming stuff or videos to promote but like if i have everything to promote i'll do it there to be honest and what i was going to say rabbit is i'm guessing that if you as you create logos of people that people will be all right to dm you to ask for designs or anything like that uh sir if they come across me go ahead okay great great so next up i'm going to go to a vicious prism and give us your uh, 30 seconds. You have got the mic. Go ahead, my friend. You can find me pretty much anywhere 
at Vicious Prism. That's YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, blah, 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 blah. But what I really want to do is challenge Rabbit to a steel cage match at the next whatever the fuck. Okay, whatever. I'll go for that. It's all. It's all. You could cut it with a knife. And this is based on their reactions. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him. See I'm gonna have a pay-per-view this weekend. They're hanging from the rafters here. I, I, I'm gonna punch you and slightly annoy you. That's as best I can do. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Am I touching you? I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. <laughs> Why are you hitting yourself? I'm Why just gonna go. I'm just gonna go like this and move forwards. And if the pie gets eaten, it's its own fault. <laughs> Uh, okay, thank you for that. And next up, um, we're going to go to Adam. Um, give You have 30 seconds. Um, be free. Uh, so you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube at Ginger Pimpernel, or one word. Uh, the next Super Pro Wrestle show will be on February 24th. It's called Mr. Jackpots. It is our version of Money in the Bank, basically. We'll have the men's match, the women's match, plus a bunch of other matches too. It is a Twin Peaks-themed show. Uh, it's, Super Pro Wrestle is very, very in-jokey, but please feel free to come along, join us, and have a laugh with all the regulars. I also run Wrestlers Without Context on Twitter, which is just dumb pictures of wrestling that I post or share other people's. That's res, W-R-E-S, no context. Thank you very much. Um, and lastly, and leastly then, lastly and leastly. <laughs> oh, she's sex. Give me the rest of the Blown all the smoke. The smoke's all be blown now. Yeah. And now for something totally different. <laughs> and the rest. Yeah, pretty fucking much, right? That's still the but biggest you... burial in television history. <laughs> Fuck you, Mr. Fester. Fuck you, Marianne. <laughs> Fuck you, Fuck you, everyone. Um, no. Uh, Dino, thank you very much for joining us, and I would like you, 30 seconds, the floor is yours. Ah, thank you. Well, you can follow my Twitch channel at Dino Winwood's Ghost. You can also follow Pope with a Chan on YouTube. That's the official WFWF Netwood. Follow me on Twitter at Dino Winwood. All one word. I don't. Just ridiculous. Also, Dizzle Wizzle 983. Again, all one word on the Instagram. Plus, you can catch my roommate, Howdy Price, on Championship Wrestling Hollywood. Be sure to check out uh, Championship Wrestling. Official Twitter and Instagram for those deets. And you can also catch me on New Legacy Inc. whenever the hell I'm around and randomly broadcast because those guys are random as fuck. So. Still howdy, I said howdy. Yes. Oh, howdy, I said doody. Very <laughs> anyway. mature there. <laughs> um, that, again, thank you to all of you folks for joining. I'm going to wrap up the show there. Thank you for everyone that joined in the chat as well. Um, you can... We are... 
tomorrow we'll be going live again at 8pm GMT to talk about All Elite Wrestling and everything that happened at the big old press conference uh, and what we think about Mr. Omega versus Mr. Jericho again. Now, again, thank you all. I will be ending this stream now. If you guys stay around in the chat, um, we'll just have a little, like, I guess, debrief because I'm already debriefed right now. So we'll have a quick debrief in the chat and that's it. Thank you very much is for joining. Is this guy not wearing pants? I mean, <laughs> not wearing it's like I'm wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at all. I don't judge you how you live your life. Stupid sexy foul. <laughs> Stupid sexy fanders. This is Big Fan Rojo. Thanks for watching. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show, and if you'd like to hear more, then feel free to follow me here on the podcast ways. Also, you can check me out on youtube.com slash foulorigineralwrestling for the weekly wrestling recap, which happens every Wednesday and Sunday live on YouTube, 8pm GMT. This has been a Foul Original Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hear you next time.